Hey guys, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. What up, y'all? Sorry about the delay. Um, I know we were supposed to start at 7, but got a little behind. So um, if you would, if you will, please come on in, come on in, come on in, in the room, in the room, in the room. Let's do it. Let's do it. Listen, if you would, uh, those who might be on, I'm not sure he's on yet. I don't see anybody on yet, but that's fine. Um, go ahead and just share, um, like, share. Go ahead and just uh, tag somebody who would benefit from this conversation, from this session, this class. Um if you were here last last Tuesday, you already know um, it's about to be crazy. It's fire. It's fire. It was fire. Um, so um, we're just grateful to God able to do something like this. Um, yeah. Sweet, sweet. If you're on, because uh, I'm not sure if I, I can't really see who's on yet. I just see maybe about two people. Um, if you're on, uh, again, go ahead and share. Tag somebody uh, who would benefit from this conversation. And if you would as well, go ahead and just shout your name out in the chat. Let me know where you're from so I can uh, greet you. I'm sorry, my screen's a little blurry too, y'all. So, hey. All right. Oh, snap. We got Pastor Shannon in the house. What up, Pastor Shannon? Hey, what's up? Thanks for being on, sis. Appreciate you. Love you. Praying for you. Yes, we got we got some awesome, awesome leaders on here from embassy, the family. Definitely mighty, mighty uh, leaders in the kingdom. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. They're coming in. They're coming in. All right, y'all. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I can't hold it. <laughs> oh man, the joy is just oozing out of me. Um, I'm just so I'm in just in expectation. Um, I can't even talk to, 
But uh, like I said, I'm in expectation. I'm in awe. I'm in anticipation on what God's going to do. Last time, last Tuesday, rather, uh, God met us in a mighty way. And, um, you know, when you think about a move of God, when you think about an experience with God, it doesn't always, it's not always what we've seen. Uh, and it's not always the crying and the prophecy and the just the motions and, and carrying on. Um, but it's simple. It's very simple. And uh, God did that. He he came through. He came. His spirit was on the broadcast. My sis killed it. Ariel, who's on backstage uh, with our future guests, Deshaun, awesome minstrel and producer um, and many other things is waiting. So we're going I'm going to let them come in one by one. Y'all help me celebrate and help me welcome Ariel. And Deshaun. What up, y'all? What's going on, bro? Doing all right. Hey, sis. Good to see you again. Deshaun. Miss Adrian's on here. All right. Your mom's on in here, Ariel. What up, mom? Uh, yeah, they're coming in. Right. Hey, mom. Yeah. Miss Kia. Okay, Kia. Hi, Miss Kia. Still standing green. I love it. I love it. Good evening. Uh, man, so welcome to the Soundbox, y'all. Uh, if you don't know what this is, um, the Soundbox is uh, a technology, a, a platform that God has allowed us to build and to create, and we're still building and we're still expanding and creating um, by God's grace. Uh, and, and it's simply, um, like I said, technology where God allows us to be able to perfect, to sharpen, to push, to encourage, to develop um, gifts such as what we have on tonight. And those who are watching like you guys who uh, may want more development or just insight, uh, encouragement and prayers covering um, uh, and, and maybe community as well. Uh, uh, in in their gifts, wanted to one those who want to know more about what they do, how to do it the right way, more about God. There's so many uh, uh, things that uh, uh, this platform allows us to do, and so um, this is what we're all about. You know, the sound box is so prophetic. Uh, sound is not just in music, but um, sound represents so many other things. Um, it represents the word of God. It represents uh, um, the nature of God. I can go on and on, but God allows sound to to be able to bring expression to who he is. Um, and so that's what we do. Um, but most importantly, we echo we echo the the word of God through sound, through worship. Um, and it is our desire that we amplify uh, him that we make him the center of attention and that we bring strategy in what we do and know uh the why we do what we do and you'll hear me say a lot if you haven't know uh, listened to a podcast or an episode or if you don't know me um that's kind of my model um giving language to why we do what we do especially minstrels musicians that's kind of um what this platform or this podcast is geared and targeting but like i said last podcast we don't just limit it to those who are under the worship spectrum or worship umbrella so anybody anybody 
whether you're not a minister um, or a psalmist, it doesn't matter. Um, this is for you. If you're on, this is for you. And so anyway, um, Deshaun, Ariel, y'all. Yes. What's up? Can we talk about how y'all destroyed last week and set me up <laughs> for this week? I ain't doing anything. I ain't doing Yo, anything. it was Ariel right there. He said so many things that made me think of things last week. It was just wow. Wow. I Praise it. God. I was like, yeah, man. That's fire. Yeah. Well, you got so wow. much more to give us tonight. That I feel like God is gonna take us somewhere wow. else and it's gonna be amazing. So yes. Yeah. You got it. Let's do it. Well, Let's get into it, y'all. Um, Ariel, real quick, let's recap on yeah. what what was taught in um our session or our class last Tuesday. Um, talking about scribes, you know, prophetic scribes. There's so many schools, and there's I know there's been schools of the scribe before, but um I think I said last time, Ariel, how there's sometimes Sometimes God wants us to go back to the basics and, you know, gifts, precious gifts, gifts that God is raising up to to really have an impact. Definitely need an atmosphere where they can grow and be sharpened, not just one time, but regularly. And so that's kind of our desire and our reason and purpose in doing this. And not only that, but so we don't forget our purpose and position, which is why uh, we wanted to develop this um, virtual small intimate class if so to speak um for those who want to know more um but most importantly i believe and i said this last tuesday scribes um we don't got time to go into it because it doesn't just involve writers it's so many other things we talked about scribes consider are considered lawyers um uh, uh and, and uh producers so many other positions and gifts um but uh, uh, I believe God is raising up scribes as, for such a time as this. Um, most importantly, in what we're in now, to echo and to uh, paint the picture or the story, pointing everything back to God. Um, and we talked about Ariel, well, you talked about last time, just how there's so many, there's scribes also in the, in the kingdom of yeah. darkness. They have scribes. Man. Yep. Yep. Did I lose you? No, I'm still here. Can you hear me? Okay. Kind of. Yeah, I can hear you. Uh, a little bit. Kind of froze on my end, but it's all right. If you refresh your screen, should be good. But go ahead and just briefly, um, brush up just the points that you mentioned last Tuesday, and then give us the one that you wanted to give us real quick, okay. and we'll get Deshaun in the mix, and then we'll get everybody <laughs> kind of going together, picking back off each other, and then we'll be done, y'all. Okay. Sweet. Perfect. So okay. I, you can hear me. Hi now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Okay. So um, last week, I... Can you guys hear me? 
bro. Uh-oh. Uh, here, see here we go. Better. We're gonna get it. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, you just came back, uh, but I don't have Ariel now. Okay. I think she went out, and then she's gonna come back in. I had to refresh my page. I don't know what's going on with the Wi-Fi. Okay. On my end. But that's all right. Here we go. All right, this is what we're going to do. All right, Ariel, come back. Okay, there we go. See me? Can you hear me? Yeah. Yes. Yes. You just, you're going in and out on my end, but that's okay. As long as everybody else is good, we'll make it work. Okay. All right. So okay. I'm. Oh, she froze. I don't know if I'm in this or not. Can you hear me, Devin? Uh, yeah, I can still hear you. She's go she's just freezing. Yeah, I just was making sure we uh, both weren't going out. Yeah, she's she's frozen on mock too. Okay. I think they're having just some Wi-Fi issues. Um, Ariel, if you can't hear me, um, maybe get on your phone. I don't know. You might be on your laptop. Maybe if you switch devices or reset your Wi-Fi, that might help. But um, I'll tell you what, Deshaun, I'll just kind of brush on what we talked about last last Tuesday. And as she comes in, we'll go from there. So, um you know, y'all, if you weren't able to catch the replay, please go make sure you catch the replay. Um, it was very good. Um, she talked about um, the, pur the purity of the pen, the purity of the pen. And she shared how, as scribes, um, we don't want to, you know, you can pray a miss, you can sing a miss, you can um, do all those things in, uh, in God uh but miss the target and you can also write a miss meaning um you know god gives us targets he gives us um uh, specific things there are specific things that heaven wants to bring or uh uh uh
Oh, I guess it's me. <laughs> uh oh. Let's see. Whoa, what up, y'all? I don't know what happened, but I'm buying that. In the name of Jesus. Oh, man. Right. Am I clear? What is going on? I can hear you, Ariel. It's just you're like freezing in between. Yeah, on my end. Yeah. Are they saying anything in the comments? And I can't tell. Is it clear to them? Uh, it is. Um, but I don't yeah, think uh, it Dolly, is because is good, we God. keep loading and reloading and going. Said everything looks and sounds good. But I might have to just restart everything, huh? And resend y'all the link. Okay. Okay. Then okay. okay. if it goes out again, the comments say it's clear. By the way, just so you know, people are saying it's they can hear us and see us, and it's clear. Okay. Okay. Well. All right. Well, <laughs> go ahead, sis. Let's see. Okay. Okay. So, uh, point one, I said that, um, each season stretches your pen, um, and notice the pattern. Um, and basically I was talking about how each season that you go through, God builds you in each season. So whatever you learned, um, in the last season is preparing you for the next one. Um, so my experiences, the, the circumstances that I went through, um, even the things that God wanted to show me in my journey, he used that um, in my next season. Um, I also talked about um, how disobedience slows your pen um, and submit to your healing. And this was a, a big one for me. And I think for a lot of people, because um, it's not just about the gift of writing or the anointing of writing, but it's also about you as a person. Um, as a vessel that God wants to use and how we have to go through our process and submit to our process um, that God wants to um, pull us through, whether it's deliverance and healing um, and just sanctification, because the purer you are as a vessel, the more powerful your gift will be, the more powerful the communication of what God wants to, to say through you will be. Um, so that's very important. And then finally, this is a, one of the points um, we talked about, but I didn't really get to emphasize was um, purify your gates to receive clearly and give cleanly, um, which basically follows um, point two, which um, is really like, you know, purity is potent. It's powerful. Um, and the more we get healed, the more we get delivered, the more we guard our gates and our senses and those things that we let into our, our body, our mind, our eyes, our ears, what we touch, what we taste, what we see, um, the more we, what we feed our souls and our spirits, um, we'll be able to receive what God wants to tell us, um, receive what we're hearing, receive what he wants to show us. Um, in our visions and our dreams, 
um, through people and situations, when we do that, when we purify our gates, we receive what he has to say clearly, and then it'll flow through us cleanly. And what we give people won't be contaminated. Um, it won't be diluted, but it'll be exactly the way that God intended it to be received and to be given out. So those were, those were the three points um, from last week that wow. I wanted to share and just go over again. I hope, <laughs> I hope that was good and everybody could hear and receive that. Um, no, that, that was more than good. I can go home on that. You said, name the first one again, because I didn't catch that one. Um, each season stretches your pen. That's awesome. Each season yeah. stretches your pen. Yeah. Yes, sir. Can I just say, that's, that's even a life lesson. Yeah. And yeah. life, as you get older, right, you go from your preteens to your teens. Mm -hmm. Small things you learn then. You apply as you get older, you go through your teens and then you get into your 20s and the small things you learn then. It's like, it's literally life lessons. Everything you've been dropping, like it's crazy because my story, which I'll share later, is is kind of like parts of those three points. Mm. And how my timing, you talked about timing last week and that, I was like, yeah, that's all I'm gonna talk about. Cause that was just <laughs> money in so many different ways, but Hearing you say that was crazy. And then hearing you talk about purity, um, that's a life thing, too. The more pure you are as a person, like, the more that oozes out of you and where you are with people, with your children, with your spouse, with at church or at work, you know, that's like, it. all of this stuff that you're talking about in this context, it's literally like all everyday life things, too. And that's why I think it's so beautiful, because it's like, you don't have to just be a writer to take what you're saying and run with it. And I love that. Praise God, yeah, yeah. And I've used That's this stuff, and I'm still using it. Like, this is forever, forever um, a guide for me that God keeps yeah. teaching me and that I go by, that he's um, building in me. So, yeah, I love it when I get to share it with other people and have them, like, this is something that we can always use. Absolutely. Yeah, man. That's okay. awesome. You know, one thing I thought about was, like you said, it, this is something that's practical. And uh, I, I think that being a, it, it goes beyond being a scribe. It's just being a child of God. Yes. Um, and these yeah, are the kingdom exactly. principles that, um, that we need to revisit and get under our feet. But yeah. also, as a scribe, you're more effective when you can see through different lenses. You're more effective when you can see through different uh, lenses and uh, your pen goes further as a scribe to be able to see through different lenses. And so, um, you know, God doesn't just open or, or reveal one out of one lens because he, he's God. So there's different as a scribe. Uh, um, there's there's seasons where. Um, each season is uh, intentional. Each season is crucial um, because it, it it builds up and paints outlines for the next season. And so um, what what greater place to learn and what greater place that can be training for us than our own life? And so um, if we master 
in, in, in uh, uh, our our life, just the the basic principles that you're talking about, and we can do that within our life. That'll make us even uh, an effective writer uh, uh, for those who are writers on here. But just in any any area, any area, because God is yeah. multidimensional, so He's speaking to one place, uh, um, but it's it's uh, connecting to totally two different dimensions. Yeah, that's so good, Devin. I just want to. That was so good when you said that your pen it's it get, goes further. Um, when you get it like exposed to these different perspectives that God wants to show you through these seasons and um, situations in your life, like don't despise your seasons. Like don't despise Man. whatever. Ooh, that's that good. Can, because God that's is doing all of those things. Yeah. Glory, and He's stretching your vision. He's stretching your capacity when you're in those seasons, and and that builds up. That builds up as a scribe. That builds up your vocabulary. That builds up um, what you have in your 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 dictionary and your your um, linguistic spots. Like you're you're getting all of these words, and it goes so much deeper than you know mm-hmm. the physical things we write down or what we produce or what we sing about. But don't despise your seasons. Don't despise your seasons, and don't despise the um, uncomfortable places that God puts you in that expands your perspective so that you can see beyond what you've been seeing or see differently than you've been seeing. Just let it, let it work for you. Mm. Mm-hmm. Let, so that reminds me, Deshaun, of that your gift makes room for you. Uh, and yeah. that, that that's just to kind of also give you guys some Bible. Um, let your gift make yeah. room. Let your gift make room. Don't despise the season that you're in, like she just said, uh, because each season is uh, um, crucial. Each season has a piece to the bigger puzzle. And so just to encourage someone, um, those I hear, you know, we hear a lot. Writer's block, right? Man, Jesus, I feel God already. (laughs) Writer's block. You know, we we hear that a lot. We you might have experienced that a lot. And so what I want to encourage everyone here is that could be your writer's block. Oh, man. Whatever you find blockage in, uh, help me, Holy Ghost, how to say it. Um, It's just like I I see. Could it be that God is just making you stronger and building you up for your next season that you're supposed to interpret it or interpret? Excuse me. Exactly. Because watch this, David, David, right, Deshaun? We're going. I'm and then I'm gonna turn to you and get you in here, get you in the mix, in the flow. Because I want to talk about David, um, you being a minstrel, you being a producer, and so many other things. Um, David, oh my gosh! And each, he had to be so intentional and sensitive um, in the season that he was in, on the backside of the mountain when he was just. A little shepherd boy, but in that he was he was taking notes in 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 the valleys and in the in the in the in the lows. He he used he, and we see it in Psalms. He he used that man uh, um, as just his, for lack of better words, this might sound corny, but as like his rough draft as he was sketching sketching his his purpose out. He didn't maybe totally understand area what yeah. he was supposed to do 
but he knew there was a call in his life, so he was sketching it out. We talked about, um, and I don't know if we did or not, but I know I come, I, I, you know, through my uh, apostle, one thing he told me was because I was like, man, I don't know what to write, I don't know how to start, where to start, and how many of us just don't know where to start, right? We don't know how to begin a thing. We don't know how to start building a thing. We don't know how to start speaking or where to start. Uh, uh, but, um, you know, he told me uh, an important lesson. Um, he said, just just, just start building. <laughs> just put, start writing. And we talked about um, writing the vision and making it plain. Yes. But that what is on paper, what is on paper is the beginning of a decree that heaven has already pronounced over you. And yeah. so when, okay, I'm, is this too much, y'all? <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, man. man. Are you following Speak, me? Bro. Are you following me? Speak, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. So the scripture talks about uh, let it be done in heaven uh -huh. uh, or let it be done in earth as it is in heaven. Well, when, when we begin to write down and begin to just start Begin to just jump out in faith, step out. Yes. Again, what we're doing is we're making a decree that has already been decreed in the year since the beginning. And so as the scripture talks about in Micah or is it Habakkuk, write the vision, make a plain. The scripture talks about how uh, wait for the appointed time. Mm -hmm. For the appointed time. Because what has to happen is an alignment has to occur. There has to be a point of intersect. I call this, uh, if I had, I wish I had a, um, got my apostle medals going on. I'm a visual <laughs> learner. Is this making sense, y'all? Follow me. Just yes. stay with me. Stay with me. Okay. Whiteboard. <laughs> uh, Ready. All right. Because many of us write. But how many, how many of us are, how many of us are truly writing with a purpose? What I mean by that is when you write, it should literally be writings from heaven and not just writing a miss, but it should literally be aligned up. It should be aligned with heaven. Everything that we do as a scribe should be aligned with heaven, whether it's the book, the blog, it should all line up with heaven painting the bigger picture, excuse me, and pointing it to Jesus. The bigger picture being Jesus Christ, right? Uh, I'm sorry, yeah, this is a little messy. But like I said, if you think about two lines that cross, yeah. When we make that prayer, when we say that prayer, God, let your will be done as it is earth, as on earth, as it is in heaven, as it is in my life, my reality, earth being our reality, earth being our flesh. We're saying let our flesh be alignment uh, on earth. Let everything that we have that you've given us, let it be alignment with heaven and. Uh, Thank y'all for bearing me. And then Deshaun, I'm taking it to yeah. you. I know you can't see it, but if I if it was more clear and I had something to wipe it with to make it clean, one point mm -hmm. 
or one line is destiny. The other one is purpose. In the middle of the circle I have there is your calling. That's dope. Yeah. So that's kind of how I, I look at it. Um, again, when we uh, align ourselves with heaven's will, whatever we do on earth, whether it's writing, whether it's singing, whether it's uh, 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 um, anything to do with business, anything to do with creativity wise, it's aligned with what heaven is saying, right? And so what happens is they begin to cross each other. Yes. Now, if you think about it, it's kind of like the cross. If you mm. flip it up this way, yeah, so <laughs> it's kind of like the cross. And so what happens is, uh, the point I'm trying to say is, uh, we don't just come in our own right. As scribes, we have yeah. to, especially scribes. Every person that was uh, uh, that wrote the book uh, uh, to the Bible could not just write on their own or rather write in their own mindset what they wanted. They had to be intentional about uh, um, uh, what they write because what that was mm -hmm. doing was it, it was literally um, a blueprint painting Jesus Christ. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. All right, uh, I said a, a lot of time on that, but I'll, I'll hold that missing. So, I totally um, that's, yes, sir. So, to give it to you, Deshaun, just man, yeah, tell us just you being a minstrel, you being a um producer, um, mm -hmm. you play many instruments. But one thing I love about Deshaun, who is a part of MC, our MC family, our band, yes, One sir. Sound, um. One thing I love about him is his ability to connect. God, Jesus, I feel you. His ability to connect with the times mm. through writing, through music, through sound uh, in a supernatural way that we don't see a lot. Um, and so he is a scribe in, in that way. Um, and so man just uh tell us about just that creative process how you um because you if you don't know y'all look him up on um itunes he has so many songs that he's written um he's co-produced with um several artists uh um and and he has just a lot of content but i always told him tell him like Everything that he creates, it's just, it, it really, you feel God, you feel heaven. And that's how it should be. Yeah. That's how it should be. But go ahead, man. Just tell us just your creative process. Yeah. What is, but also what a scribe means to you. I mean, do you even consider yourself a scribe? You know, bro, I'm, um, I guess all I could really do is just share my journey and experience. Uh, because yeah. it ties in everything that she shared last week. And I you know, actually what you guys just recapped on today. Um, <clears throat> I'm literally a living example right here in front of everybody of what you guys talked about. So mm -hmm. I think that that's perfectly timed. I think that it was a God thing. And um, it does feel good to sit, you know, amongst people. And um, I don't know, they just know and understand certain things that, you know, your regular friends may not get some people aren't spiritual yeah. in the mainstream world, you know, where I work a lot. So it's hard to, yeah. um, 
dive into these kinds of conversations and you know it's a lot easier just to talk about the format of a record you know their goal in mainstream world has always been um you know follow this structure follow this form let's get hit let's make money on to the next you know uh mm-hmm. and so to be able to like really like as a, as a writer like i take it so serious it's it's literally what i do every day my living comes yeah. from me writing on, and man. playing instruments so yeah. it's it's so important to me it's so real and it's so serious so i, I just wanted to say thank y'all first of all for doing this and just for having the combo last week because it is me <laughs> all day um so yeah. i don't know if i consider myself okay. a scribe i'm, I'm kind of coming out of you know a, a time where my whole life was just consumed by the mainstream regular world and i wasn't a believer yeah. anymore i stopped believing right so yeah. everything all of that kind of stuff spiritual talk you know with certain words certain phrases and different things it's like i i, I kind of erased a lot of that um, from how i do things and so to get back into it now and to see myself the way god sees me to see myself um as a scribe as a psalmist right like as a minstrel like and when you think about just the idea of a minstrel like i shared this on instagram not long ago but you know being a minstrel is like pulling the sounds of heaven out of the air in the moment and putting them into form for people to be able to hear and digest a lot of this stuff is just it's amazing <laughs> so I, i'm rambling but i just want to say again bro thank you man because this is needed a lot Absolutely. a lot of people don't understand so um, yeah. yeah, to yeah. kind of answer that question, no, I, I don't know if I consider myself a scribe. I don't think I'm worthy of a, certain things like that, but I'm a writer yeah. and I love <laughs> writing, man. I love it. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're a scribe. Yes, sir. You're a scribe. Say it one more time. You're a scribe. Uh, thank y'all. <laughs> well, yeah, I, you're I'll a scribe. It. I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> and you, you just, the reason uh, for it, or the reasons is what you just said. Your life yeah. is is literally um, a page <laughs> that God, being the the author and the finisher of our faith, as the word says, um, yeah, writes daily or has really already written um, concerning yeah. you, according to Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, that He knows the plans that He has for us, plans to prosper. Um, and so literally everything that you do, you just said it, you, you do it every day. Writing is a, a thing that comes natural to you. You're a scribe. Yeah. Um, but you write with a purpose. The reason what you just said, you write with a purpose. Yes, y'all, if you don't know, this ain't just an average musician, but Deshaun uh, has been on many platforms. He's literally, he has one foot in the industry of gospel, uh, and not just gospel, but even uh, R&B. Um, and other genres of music where he's mm-hmm. allowed to uh, um, experience and um, has allowed to um, also be in the gospel industry where he's had experience and encounters and uh, connections yeah. with certain artists. Um, but out of all of that, this man literally comes to church every Sunday um, if he doesn't have a pre-engagement. Um, and so... Yeah. But you would never know. But literally, since I met him, he didn't know much about just his gifting, but he had a hunger and he had a desire. And so from just watching him 
then and now, literally, bro, you're a scribe. Your life is is literally a story. Two different people. Like said, <laughs> yeah. So that's what we do on the sandbox. We we yes. we bring language to the things that we do. And so, and when you do that, when you have revelation of what you do, man, there's a, a, another level of strength that comes. There's another level of power oh, and yeah. oil that comes. Because now you know what you're doing. Yeah. All day. So yeah. the oil, so you know the oil what you're doing. Yeah. Yes, sir. Exactly. So the oil doesn't just drip, but it flows. Mm. It flows with purpose. It flows with purpose. It flows with intentionality. It flows with power. That's good right there. Because the yeah. oil can, you know, we can do what we do, but if there's no oil behind it, there's no power behind it. There's no transformation. There's no power. The Bible says that oil um, is literally designed to destroy yokes. But anyway, let me shut up. You, bro, go ahead. I'm so sorry. Um, you're good. You're no, good. Man. I, uh, there was there was so much from last week, so I just wrote a few things down that kind of came to me uh, in regards yeah. to me, in regards to my story, um, and just yeah. my journey. So I figured I would actually. You mentioned something about timing, and I wanted to touch on that briefly. Uh, just what yeah. you mentioned last week. You mentioned it in a, in a very specific way, um, but I also wanted to say, as writers, um, as people that like, we have the opportunity every day to just kind of grab creativity if we feel like it, you know, or if we're driving in the car, a melody or a lyric or whatever just comes to you. You know what I mean? And there's a responsibility with that. That's a whole other talk of what uh you know one of the things about timing is like a lot of the artists you know from the generation before us like um i'm gonna go ma mainstream among you but uh bob marley nina simone stevie wonder yeah. even kurt franklin yeah. um you yeah. know all of these people yes. they were making anthems that were about wow. the present time so when mm -hmm. you go back and listen to these records and what they're talking about and how they're, James Brown was great at it when he made Say It Loud, I'm Black and I'm Proud. It was literally like, I'm going to make this anthem and take these yeah. words. And oh, man, you teach it. Affect every black person in the world that can hear this. So Because teaching. one of the yeah. things I've learned through my process is like, you know, with forgiving my father with that whole thing that a lot of us go through every day is sometimes, you know, I guess we don't realize how much power our words have but mm. what my father said about me meant so much more to me sometimes um than what i was hearing every day everywhere else um you know what i mean we don't have a great relationship but our words the words that we decide to put in a song the words that we decide to say to somebody else the words that we decide to write down or label our product as like as creatives all of this stuff really 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 matters there are the younger generation they're literally watching our generation. They're watching what's on, listening to us on the radio every day. So, you know, when you see somebody like Lizzo live a certain way and say certain things about herself, now you see more women um, all around the world that look like her, that are brown skin like her, that believe in what she's saying. And that's why certain things connect. You know, there's intention behind everything that a lot of these artists say. And I think it's beautiful now that like, Christian artists, like we really are starting to grasp and understand that, like, it's it's so 
it's so important to be tapped into what God is doing in the present moment so that we can release the songs of the present moment. That's why people like Todd Delaney are on top of the world and Chandler Morris. There's, uh, I don't want to say on top of the world in that way, but you know what I'm trying to say. Uh, in the gospel industry, um, it's literally God is like, this is the moment for these specific sounds. And in the 90s, there was a sound and Fred Hammond captured it for gospel, you know, like every generation. Um, and so I just wanted to bring that um, to our attention as well as, as in regards to the timing conversation. I think it's just it's something that we kind of overlook um, as writers um, and as musicians. We, we can play what we want to play and we can write what we want to say all the time and all day long. But when we can really tap into what the Lord is literally saying on a daily basis in every, you know, church. And, and that song, that sound is ringing in the air. Those songs, every church sings every Sunday. It's because it's what the Lord is saying and ministering and wanting us to feel and know and digest now. Like Oceans was so huge for so long um, because it was what the Lord wanted, you know, the body to hear, to digest um, and to repeat. And it's what we took on and we believe, you know, it's what we held as an anthem, as these uh, massive songs in our churches and that's why it's it's the timing to me first of all um, but second of all it's the lyrical content and you know people taking it and holding on to those words and singing them over themselves and over their children and over their churches and letting their leaders minister this stuff um, you know over the house it's just it's just one of those things so um, in regards to timing I, I felt that from last week and I was like y'all are just that was that was crazy and i loved how you guys put that um but quickly i just want to get into my story uh, really briefly and kind of i guess help make everything full circle with what you guys spoke about last week um and it's crazy but nine years ago uh, i was actually i was saved i was i grew up in a christian family um, my grandparents and great grandparents and their parents, I mean, went back, preachers, teachers, evangelists, ministers, the whole nine. You know what I mean? We were in church Monday to Sunday, like most black folks, you know, growing up and choir rehearsals and everything, everything. I was always there. Um, but I got a little older and I started to, you know, as like we talked about earlier, as you get older, um, you get wiser. Things that made perfect sense one day are so much more complicated as you get older because now you start to face different realities you start to face different life challenges um you start to lose loved ones you start to grow as a, as a person as a human being and um that that started happening in my life and so in my early 20s i remember being saved and feeling like this is who i am this is you know who my family is and this is what i want to believe i'm choosing to believe this but and as much as I've been in church and I sang and traveled, um, I had encounters and I've had moments. But because Jesus was presented to me before I under, could even understand how to say a word, um, I never really had that eye opening or awakening encounter with the Lord. You know, I had moments to know that I was in the presence of something greater than myself a million times over. Um, and like I said, I'm a church kid, so all, everything that we've all seen, you know, we've seen it. Um, but as I got older, I started searching and searching and searching and searching and searching and reading like crazy. And I went through the Bible like three times and 
I was listening to every worship album. I was going to every seminar. I was um, traveling everywhere to just get more because at that point I didn't have any unbelief. I was just more so like, I know there's more, but I don't feel more. Um, and like you mentioned earlier, I was literally going through the process, but because of my age and my exposure to things, I had no idea. I didn't know God was stretching me. Um, but in that process, in that those years, I think it might have been like 2009, 10, 11, and 12, um, I was searching and I started writing out these songs. I just literally would get in my, my studio and I would just worship the Lord. Like I, nobody was around. There was no reason for me to record these songs. There was nothing, no deadlines. Um, I wasn't working nearly as much as I am now um, as a writer and a producer. It was just literally like every day these songs were coming to my mind. Some of them didn't make sense to me. Um, some of them I was like, wow, this is so cool. This could be an anthem in the church. But because I was so conflicted and going through the process and I didn't understand, I just let all of these songs sit. And it's crazy, but um, all these years later, um, I'll go back in a minute, but all these years later, I listened to those songs. And those songs that I wrote then, before I lost my unbelief, when I was still believing the Lord and I was seeking the Lord, when I literally, I, I remember people were telling me I was so extreme, like broke up with my girlfriend. I, I stopped hanging out with certain people. I stopped like doing anything else. And all I wanted to do was be at church to help my family, um, you know, make sure they had music and they were good and be in the studio and write and write and write and write. And those songs, ministering today in this season where I'm in this crazy place of harvest where I'm in this crazy place of flourishing and every dream that I had at that time is my reality today and those songs that I wrote at that time that didn't even make any sense like I was just making them and now these are the songs that the people that are on the management companies and teams and labels and the people that I'm looking up to, they're like, no, you need to release those songs. Those those songs are for now. You you could release those today. So timing, it's just, it's crazy to me because it's like God will literally, God will literally use you to bless you if you are open and pure and if you are willing um, to surrender and to submit to him when he's asking you to it may not make sense in the moment i know this is so churchy but it's it's so true it's it's literally my life right now like and i think that's just crazy but i wrote these songs i was still in new york and i had gone through these years of just creativity all this stuff was dropping on me and as i would get older it was kind of dying less because more things were getting exposed to me and now i'm like is, is this all even real is Jesus real? You know, like, and things were going on in my family, and I literally packed up everything I had, and I moved to Atlanta. Um, and, I, you know, in my mind, I'm like, yeah, because I, I want to come down, be a musician, and tour, and I, I want to start doing this. But what happened was it, I kind of got, I just went through a season where I just got super lost, where everything was dark, where everyone around me was dark, where I was exposed to so much that it literally took, it felt like Jesus, God, everything had left me. It left my everything. I know that that's not true, but, and that it was just me going through the process. But it's crazy how life can happen. And, and so for the next six years, 
once I moved to Atlanta, I I literally I, I had nothing left for like music. I had nothing left for um for the church. I was actually I stopped going to church. I, I was mad at the church. Things that happened were passive said things to me that discouraged me and I got so lost and so Atlanta for me um you know it's such a special place because it's like I lost myself and found myself in this city all these years later um but it was it was just a God thing like God was literally like putting me through this crazy process and I ended up traveling the world I ended up reading all these books and um studying you know like uh, Buddhism and studying and learning about Hinduism and you know rocking with Muslims I was going and listening to them speak about the Quran like all these different things were happening to me and I'm gonna just put this point in because you mentioned perspective as a writer if I had never gone through all the stuff that I've gone through in the last six years it has well it's been more than that but in that six-year period I never would have been able to write some of the things that I've been able to write even for other people you know like these experiences and learning how how Muslims do certain things uh, learning how different people like worship their God in a way it was like I was able to identify um, I was able to identify all the things that didn't sit well with me very easily um, but I was also able to learn how to love and grow other people and from other things even the lgbt community that's heavy in the mainstream world so it's like either run from it and be one of those people or be a light and love yeah. this person anyways which is you know but you know i it's crazy it's just crazy how the process literally i i thought that it was over i was like you know i'm not i don't believe in this stuff i would tell my mom i'm not coming to y'all church this Jesus stuff is trash. This is fake. Y'all are wasting your life. Your whole life is based on this. And, you know, none of it's real. And then I go and I'm, and I'm learning and I'm going through the process. And I'm being around different people in different religions. And long story short, because I could talk about that process forever. Um, I ended up rededicating my life in 2020. January 1st, 2020. I rededicated my life to Jesus. And it was like, after that happened, I finally found, you know, truth. I found I found like God in so many other things outside of just the church, you know, all my religious walls and everything broken down. And I was able to produce and write this record um, that's out now. But at the time, it was just like songs again, but also but in the dark place. There's a song called Need to be Saved, where I was literally just like, OK, God, like if you're real and this is real i i'm i'm opening myself up like i really need to figure this out and boom once i submitted that it was like the right books fell in my lap the right people i went to egypt and traveled for a few months and got to go into tombs and find out about all these secret things and read these different like uh these crazy like written things all the way from ancient times and finding out all this stuff and long story short all along it proved like you know this is where i belong jesus is real jesus did live jesus did die it's a historical fact it's, he did rise and it was like i had to go through the period i had to literally search i, I went on the wildest i never would have thought i would have gone to egypt or any of these places and deserts and searching um but 
I guess it's just like when you're hungry enough, especially when you do what we do every day, sometimes you have to have information. Sometimes you have to have it in a hard copy, something I can open up and see. You know what I mean? And it's not necessarily about a feeling because as a writer that's been in the mainstream world and also in the Christian world, it's like what people are going in the world after they hear what you release, what they're going to gravitate towards the most, obviously, is the emotion and it's the feeling, but it's really the facts. It's really the yeah. truth. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, who, the, yeah, the, how are you making me feel and what you're saying to me? Mm -hmm. and you're proving that this is, this is factual. Man, if we yeah. do more of that in the Christian world, so many more people yeah. will get saved. You know what I mean? Wow. Not only that, man, but music would be like it had, like it's been be before, as far as uh, uh, bring transformation and yeah. really fulfill its purpose and design. Uh, and you can relate to that uh, uh, a lot more because of your in insight in both industries um and so you know now music is just or music that we hear the writing for it it's just not the same it doesn't yeah. it doesn't it just tickles it does something for a feeling for a moment yeah and that's it but then it dies but you uh, you spoke a lot of good great points that i just want to bring attention to real quick um yeah. you talked about the reason for a hard copy, you know, um, the reason for writing down uh, the things that God gives us is so mm -hmm. that someone after we're dead and gone, those experiences and all those, exactly. um, uh, uh, um, the things that we learn, the lessons, the testimonies can are, are locked and uh, are, are written down so that we can pass it down to generations behind us. How would they know about God if we don't pass it down to our children? The reason why a generation was cut off or a line was cut off and people, the children of Israel were in the desert and not all of them survived was because they did not pass down what they learned and their experiences. But if we can write it down, um, it, there's a, a a lasting and sustainability of the moments, the the. Um, but not only that, you're passing down graces, you're passing down oh, yeah. mantles, I, and that's a whole nother, a whole exactly. Vicky, thank you. Mm -hmm. Legacy, amen. Legacy, <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what it is, and um, there's a grace with that. There's a grace attached to it. There's an anointing attached to it. It's again, yeah. it goes beyond than just writing. So when we say scribe, y'all, we're not just speaking of just someone writing down, making a book. It is so much deeper than that. And um, one thing I want y'all to put down, if you're taking notes, write down the power. There's power in your testimony, because literally Deshaun is preaching all, all up and down this broadcast. Literally, yes, like. Sir. Yes, sir. Just tearing it up. And he's oh only God. using his testimony. Writers, you yeah. must understand That's what we fact. talked about last Tuesday. To be an effect, if you want to be an effective writer, and Deshaun, you know mm -hmm. about this because musically, this is what they say and teach. Um, uh, 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 it's your story, your testimony. You can never exactly. go wrong with your story and your testimony. Um, you another thing about the biggest songs, is, yep. it's just go like ahead. that. I was just going to say, yes. uh, one of the biggest songs in gospel, like Never Would Have Made It by Marvin Sapp. Yeah. 
and his yep. story and his wife passing and him yep. literally recording that record because that was his wife's favorite song before she passed. And it was mm -hmm. like, if he didn't emote how he made it through, you know what I mean? If he didn't emote also like when you, yeah. you spoke about perspectives earlier, Ariel, it's like sometimes the only way to get somebody else's perspective is to walk in their shoes. Yeah. You know, mm. it's easy for me to literally walk up to a street dude, a hood dude, a drug dealer, or somebody doing something wild because I've literally walked in those shoes. You know what I'm saying? I've been in the circles and in the room. There's certain language, yes. you know, somebody's going to be able to tell, like, oh, no, you ain't, you ain't really say that right. You ain't, that ain't really, no. you know what I'm saying? It's like how cops yeah. know cops. It's, it's, it's that kind of thing. So perspective. Yeah. Yeah, man. Y'all, y'all said so much. Sometimes my brain is just like, oh, yeah, they said this. Oh, yeah, they no, said you this. good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's good. It's the it's so, it's stirring up, man. It's stirring up. That's what we want. Right here. Yeah. yeah. But listen, you talked about. It. I'm 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 telling you, like literally, your whole what you were talking about, your testimony, bro. Yeah, bro. Literally, there's so much revelation in it. So much. <laughs> and many. Many of us are looking past of what God has done for us because we're like, whew, I made it out. I don't want to never re revisit that. No, he wants you to revisit it. Yeah, and that's if where the goal is. About school of scribes, he wants you to write it down so that you, he can use that to elevate you, to use you, to be an influence, to, be, to impact uh, because there's revelation in your story. One of the things I wanted to, uh, to say um, that was bullet points. Man, I had so much I was writing down while you were talking. But oh, I want somebody to write in the chat if they would. Um, and that is, your season is a chapter. Your life is a story. Your season That's is a fine. chapter. Your life. I'm done. That was it, Devin. <laughs> Many breaks the organ out. That was it. No, seriously, bro. I, I oh, feel yeah, Jesus. Y'all hear me? Y'all tracking <laughs> with me? I'm, I'm man. Your season, because stop, and this goes for me, uh, stop overlooking your your story. Your story is good enough. Your testimony, Amen. all the things you went to, went through, excuse me, they weren't for nothing. There was purpose behind it. There was purpose behind it. God was intentional. It's a story, literally. Again, your season is a chapter, right? And your life is a story. God being the author and and the finisher, the perfecter of our faith, has literally this uh, created. Oh uh, man, I wish I could look it up. But in the Bible, it talks about that there are books, there are scrolls that have been written out that literally has in volumes and and ah uh, the Vasuya um has literally written out everything that you were gonna be, what you were gonna do. From the good to the bad, and God still wants to use it. Yeah, ain't that the blessing? Mm -hmm. God knew He already wrote your story out. He said it was finished. Your book yeah. was finished. Your dream was finished. So why are you complaining about it? Why are you keep comparing it? Yeah, man. Listen, I need somebody to share, like this chat, this broadcast for me, please. Listen, somebody needs to hear this. Again, it goes beyond we're so, we're way past garage right now. We're, we're and we're, we're in another dimension and this is good. This is good because right now, one of the things I wanted to share and Ariel, Deshaun, y'all interrupt me anytime, but I have to 
get these out because get them they're, out. they're teaching moments that we gotta grasp because it's imperative that we do. I'm gonna tell you why in the end of this broadcast. We're about to be done shortly, but um, like I said, there's a reason why we're doing this. God is raising up scribes. God is raising up people um, that have gone through so much. You didn't think God can you? But that basu, you didn't think God could use you. You didn't think you were worthy. Like Deshaun said, he went through so much process. Um, and I've talked to him personally, and we have talked all the time. And he always talks about his story and how he didn't think God can do this. And even imagine him being able to be an influence in this because uh, uh, of the things he's done or gone through. But I'm here to tell you that, again, your story is good enough. Right. Yeah. And so um, another thing I wanted to speak on since we talked about process was somebody write process is preparation for purpose. Mm-hmm. Mm. Process is preparation for purpose. Literally, they saw what you were talking about. You kept talking about process. And um, the Lord is just speaking to me and saying that uh, the reason why you went through process and it's. We always are going through process. We're always going through a, a journey. We're always going through a, a system uh, of measuring so that God can perfect us. The word talks about for the perfecting of the kingdom gifts. He has gifts. This, uh, um, this, this thing, excuse me. He has gifts that he has given in the earth that he has released in the earth. The pastor, the prophet. Um, mm. I'm going out of order, but. The apostle, the evangelist, the teacher, fivefold, fivefold, right? Yeah. Um, you can find that in Ephesians, I think. Uh, it talks about that God's giving gifts to perfect the saints, the kingdom, right? And so our process is for the perfection of the saints. It's not just about you. It's for the 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 uh, uh, those yeah. who are in need of God, who need to come out, who need to come out. And if you're an inspired writer, if writing just comes naturally. That's a sign that you're a scribe. If that's just a natural thing, that's a sign that you're a scribe, that you have a gift in writing. That's a powerful tool because what writing does, it open, it opens up, uh, uh, it opens up. Um, uh, help me, Lord. Help me, Errol. Help me. <laughs> help you me. Oh, bro. Was, oh, uh, it's the Holy Spirit, man. But no, it writing opens up. Um, our spiritual, or rather, wakens up. Maybe I want to say that better. Wakens up our spiritual senses. It's mm. another way of waking up our spiritual senses, bringing reality. Um, um, waking or yeah, bringing reality to to our eyes, or in another sense, heaven on earth, like we talked about. Yeah. Um. But anyway, again, process. Prep. Uh. uh Preparation um, gives us purpose. So don't despise your process. If you're in process right now, like I am, I know it's hard. It's frustrating. Mm-hmm. It doesn't always make sense. Um, but like David, his process prepped him for purpose. What was his purpose? We could all relate to it. It's not deep, but it's to literally be light, salt in the earth, to literally proclaim Jesus Christ as Lord. Um, but if we want to go to deeper and specifics, David was a uh, purpose to be king. That was his purpose. Or rather, no, his purpose. Um, 
his purpose was to was to be king, but his calling. No, I'm sorry. I don't want to say that. His purpose was to be king. His calling was to be like Jesus Christ. That's what I wanted to say. Hmm. I said it like that because we all have a purpose. We all have a calling. We can't get the two mixed up. Yeah. Our purpose, and y'all forgive me if I'm saying it, if I'm saying it backwards, but I hope it makes sense. Um, purpose is what we are uh, uh, designed to be, to do. Rather, our gift connects us to our purpose. Um, and so that's our wiring. My wiring is in the prophetic. Um, uh, and, um, you know, I'm a minstrel. So my gift, that's what I do. That's my vein. Um, I'm, I'm, that's what I do. But my calling is to be like Jesus Christ. Okay, I'm done. Yeah, yeah. You good? I get you. So good. Uh, okay. Anybody got anything I want to say? Last words? Because I think. <laughs> oh man, I don't I see know. no more comments. Oh, yeah. So maybe I. So much. I mean, they're nah, going on comments, but it was so much tonight. Oh, Deshaun, thank you so much for sharing your testimony. I mean, of course. It's so powerful. I, I got so much from that, and just to see like the similarities of how God. Um, processed you and is still processing you um, and how he uses that um, for you to translate that in everything you do and in your writing and in the yeah. different areas and and um, realms that you go into like that is just it was amazing and it just reminded me like like what you were saying Devin about your purpose and your calling and also about like don't despise your story is like you are yeah. the story like, don't separate, you know, like your story over here and you, the person over here, going through a story. Exactly. You are story. You are the word of God. Like, you are a word of God. Like, yeah. God spoke spoke you into existence. Yeah. This is, you know, his word is sustained and he's going to make sure his word carries out what it's meant to do. So, you are a story yourself. Your life is a story. You are a story every area that you've been through it's a part of that and it's in making you and um um unmaking you like you know what the world has tried to make you and what your circumstances have tried to make you god takes us through these processes to strip us down and build us back up into who he called us to be yeah. um what he purposed us to do so you are the story and everything you've been through it is intentional so yeah. I, it was just it was just a lot and i'm, I'm just so yeah, grateful for this time that we had together so amazing thank y'all thank you guys i appreciate mm -hmm. it i appreciate being a part too and just having a conversation there's like so much more to say and so much to elaborate on but i'm happy that that to kind of help uh make what happened last week make a little bit more sense just as being a living example of trusting the process um even though i didn't trust it at first <laughs> But being obedient and um, as a writer, the last thing I say to writers um, to kind of like really, really hit the nail on the head for my personal story is like, even when you're going through process and nobody's paying attention to you, because like as creatives um, in any way, we all have something in us, you know, that we want to present to people. Like if you're just playing music or if you're a dancer, you want to be a part of something if you're uh, a lighting tech like literally don't don't despise like what's coming to you 
um, and be angry with it and throw it away or don't ignore it. Mm -hmm. Because if I didn't write those songs nine years ago, um, I wouldn't have been able to do the record that I've made, you know, at the top of this year and the next record that I'm going to do next year. It's like, like over a hundred songs that are relevant for what's happening now in the world. It's, it's just crazy. God will literally use you in that process. It's just like super trash and muddy and annoying and frustrating and you know what I mean? Like you giving it your all, but nobody, you know, people were telling me then like, oh, this is too futuristic. Nobody's going to want to hear this. Or, you know, like you just singing and sitting on the piano, worshiping with some people around, you know, and uh, I don't know if that's necessarily going to click or, you know, I don't know about these house sessions. Me and my uncle, we used to do that stuff all the time and we would record it and people in the industry would just be like, God, that's not really what we're looking for. And it's like, look at almost 10 years later, like that's the culture of worship. People are gathering with their friends and spaces everywhere. You know what I mean? And it's just a beautiful thing to see that God can literally take you, um, you know, and use you even in your process when you don't realize you're being used. <laughs> so then you come out on the back end, it's like, dang, God, this is why you gave me all these songs. I wrote this song in 2012. I wrote this song in 2013. Like, what? Yeah. And then I, you know what I mean? Like, it's so as a, as a writer, it's so important when you hear it, yeah. when you feel it, when you sense it, put it down, voice note it, voice memo. Yes. Jot down the idea, write down the details because you never know how it'll come back around um, later yeah. on. You know, that's it's just super, that's super important. So bad. That's so good, man. You, um, yeah. man, thank you guys. Thank you, those who uh, lended your time and yes. um, attention to this uh, broadcast. Uh, I pray that you guys got something out of this class, this session. Um, it's, it was powerful. It was so much in it. I feel the glory of God and this is what it's about. Um, and we definitely got to do more like this. There's so many, um, people that need to hear, um, this and be encouraged and whether there is a million school schools of the scribe, which they are, um, it's needed, uh, for each season because each season calls for, uh, uh, requires a different demand. And so um, uh, with that said, I just wanted to prophesy um, um, to you guys. Um, I've been feeling this such a burden since Sunday, but I heard the Lord say just that he's revisiting, um, revisiting your, 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 uh, your story. He's about to use your story. Um, your story is about to speak in volumes and in ways that you didn't think you could imagine. Um, you know, something that Deshaun said, I heard the voice of the Lord through him uh, the whole time, but specifically he was talking about the things that he was doing in this process um, they, and how the songs you created were the ones that the people wanted that was in the process. And so I hear a guy even now saying mm -hmm. that for those watching, um, what you were creating and building in the process past the uh, um Beside the frustration and uh, the warfare you experience, he's about to use those things, whether it was a business plan or whatever it was, God's about to he, uh, um, bring those things to the to the table, to the yeah. surface. And those that's what the people are going to 
demand seek. So if you're in business, um, revisit those. Uh, uh, you know what they are. I don't. Um, but I pray that you uh, are able to connect to what I'm saying. Um, and you know, Vicky, Vicky Grossman. Um, there's such a uh, 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 God is like just highlighting you. Yeah. And the very words I was speaking, I was thinking about you. Um, and God was thinking about you rather. And and I just see God literally about to your stories literally about to just be a, 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 a just a light <laughs> about to be a light um god's about to use a story um i don't know what you've gone through and i don't know what uh process you might be in uh or came out but god is literally about to use your story to uh draw people uh to him um your process the things that you've gone through, the hits that you, um, wow, the things that you um, experience, um, those are literally uh, uh, steps and literally they are um, plans like for uh, um, how they would say for those who are addicts, they're just plans of deliverance. You know, Ariel talked about principle and she had a testimony how her pen was a tool to deliverance. Well, that's about to be your story and your tool, uh, your um, hmm. what God's about to do for you. Um, Kia, you're one uh, as well that God has highlighted and, and that I saw in the spirit um, that God is about to do the same thing with. Um, she says she's been writing for 10 years. Uh, well, if I'm not mistaken, the number of 10 is the uh, number of government. And God is saying even now um, that your writings are literally about to move the government. Uh, it's about to bring the kingdom, uh, the, the government of the kingdom into every space and every uh, uh, um, uh, uh, puzzle or, or rather about to be a piece for a bigger puzzle. Um, I just literally saw uh it's not in your space, but I don't know who's connected to you. I don't know what you're connected to, uh, what uh, uh, great influence that you're tied to. But I just see you in so many different things. And God literally um, giving you the influence and giving you a greater or uh, uh, just another upgrade in the um, in grace and in influence to bring to those different areas of your life um, that people are connected to. They're about to be blessed. They're about to be blessed on another level. But literally the government of God, he's about to give to you. And it's going to be in your writing. It's going to be in your writing. It may not make sense right now what I'm saying, but um, it, God is about to show you what that means. Uh, because we need people who, uh, not just politically, I'm talking about the government, but rather the government of kingdom. You know, scribes, when they, when they um, came, when they were right, they were literally, um, they had such a government anointing. Uh, you know, Paul, uh, man, and there's so many others, I just can't think of them right now. Uh, I mean, the Gospels, those who wrote the Gospels, right. Luke, Matthew, John, um, they had such a government anointing that they carried. And what I mean by government, thank you, Holy Spirit, 
government meaning apostolic anointing mm -hmm. the apostolic anointing and that's what you carry kia and um so father i just thank you uh for what you have spoke it's not my words but it's yours and um as you have decreed let it be so um and as it manifests may you get the glory may you give them the confidence to make that uh another step may you give them confidence lord to um to go the extra mile to go deeper in what you have called them to do and to be and it's in jesus name i hear the lord also saying um just prescribes those who are still on and thank you guys for bearing with me um to decree again, I put this on my social page um, and I just kept hearing God say that from Sunday uh, as we were praying for the service. Decree it again. Ariel was talking about how there are scribes in the demonic kingdom that literally they come on social media. Those posts that you guys see that we entertain, they're literally decrees from the kingdom of darkness that the devil is using to bring distractions, um, cause chaos and confusion. But God is raising up a standard according to the Bible. It talks about there should be a standard lifted up against the enemy who comes in like a, a, a flood. But when he comes in like a flood, he lifts up the standard. He lifts up the standard against it. And so there are scribes, those who are watching, who consider themselves to have the gift of writing, but just more, it's more than writing, um, to lift up a standard against every post, every report, Every report of infirmity, disease. Many people are getting reports. You have COVID. You're positive. No, I'm not. Not in, in Jesus' name. <laughs> but I decree another decree. And Ariel talked about um, about just how to over uh, a power, overthrown decree that has been decreed on earth. And how do you do that? You do that through the word of God. You do that with the word of God. And so... We need scribes that are sharpshooters. Yes, sir. Go ahead. I just want to add to that. Like, um, as you mature in Christ, one of the things that I'm learning um, as I go between, like you were saying, both worlds, is like we mm -hmm. can't be afraid. Like, we cannot be fearful to be the light in that in those places. Because, like, the only yeah. way you can really fight back sometimes is from the, the inside out. You know what I mean? If and that's also why it's important to have a church home and to have that kind of like um, support. But yeah, just to echo that, like a lot of the times we have these things, and we have these gifts and it may not necessarily be for us, but maybe it's for what you're doing at your job and you can infiltrate this, you know, dark place by blessing your CEO at the company. And then their complete mindset can change because you were the person that led them to Jesus. <laughs> You just literally never know. So, like, that's the other thing. As, as a writer, as a scribe, as somebody that um, you know has these gifts, has these abilities, we can't be afraid um, to use them in our everyday workplaces or in school, because that's the other way that the kingdom is going to shine on top. And you know, in the end, it's like you have to mm -hmm. be fearless in it. You know what I mean? And and affect these people just as much as they make all of these uh, memes, like you were talking about. You know, there, there should be Christians on staff at some of these companies, some of these online tech places, you know what Absolutely. I mean, that are, it's kind of like, oh, I don't know if that one would be 
the right thing to say. You know what I mean? We have influence. Our words have power in literally conversation, not just writing. Um, but being the light in those moments to change certain things and then also being involved so that we can be pushing out more positive, more Christ-like content in all these different arenas. You know, you can say it from the sideline, but it's it's a different thing being involved in mainstream and personally being able to lead a friend of mine that I used to play bars and clubs with to Christ. And now that man is a worship leader. It's You just have to be willing to, to not be afraid to be like in the moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's just echoing what you're saying about, you know, these places and these people and what they're pushing and how they're always promoting this and how this is all we see. You know, we got to get involved. We have to be fearless in our decree that we believe and stand firm on the name of Jesus and the word of Jesus Christ. Um, and we don't have to change it just because you work in the mainstream world. You don't have to. People say Amen. that. You know what I mean? And, and they go down those roads, but it's like, you, you don't have to. That's your decision. You know what I mean? Yes. And so yeah. I just I just want to like really say that for anybody that sees this, even if they don't see it till next week or whatever, like you can't be afraid. You literally have to be fearless and you have to really believe. When you really believe, it's hard to be shaken for real. Death, it can't even really shake you because for some believers, you know, like I have elders in my family who have believed for 80 years, you know, that like I heard Billy Graham, I saw an interview, they look forward to it, like as you get older, because this is what we believe, you know, right. like for real, for real, if you like go really deep, you going to be with Jesus, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So don't be afraid yeah. of people and what they'll say, or what they'll do to you. Most of the time they're, they're looking for it. And the other thing about the mainstream world is when they're looking for it, they're really looking for him. Like, not like your idea of, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I go to church and like still whatever, whatever, but like, you know, you can still, it's not that big of a deal. You know what I mean? Like being a light in so many different ways, when you have the power in your tongue, when you have the power in your pen, every little thing, your posts, they all matter, all that stuff, because it's not just about your work of art that you present, your book that you present to the world. You know what I mean? It's like, right. you're the gift. You're the one with the power. You're the one. So when you say it, when you write it, when you speak it, you know, it's, it's yeah. going to come true. So, yeah, no fear. <laughs> That's so good because a lot of people are carrying and walking with fear. Yeah. And as a writer, you know, one of the things to break the power of fear is writing. And is it is in the form of writing. Um, I'll prove it to you. My wife said last uh, Tuesday. Uh, in the comments, it is written. And that's what Jesus referred to when the enemy came uh, to accuse him or to confront him or present him with another way uh, that seemed good um, yeah. and desiring. Jesus' response was, it is written. Mm-hmm. It is written. My thing is, what are we ref- what are we writing down? What are we confessing? What are we decreeing, right? Lastly, um, the Lord told me to share, and there was so much, but I'm not going to do it because it's late. Um, But those who will receive it and catch it, what's going to sustain us in this season, hear me, is going to be your decree. Mm -hmm. What's going to sustain us in this season 
is going to be your decree. My wife also says all the time, she reminds me, do not change your decree. Yeah. Do not change your decree. Mm. She tells me all the time. She says it um, uh, all the time. Do not change your decree. Your decree cannot change when things get tight. As you're going through process, don't change your decree. As you're going through pressure, don't change your decree. Yeah, they may say you have COVID, but don't change your decree. Why? Because, again, the power of the decree is that uh, um, because you're a son, because you're a daughter, if you're in Jesus Christ, you believe he, you confess that he is the Lord and Savior and you're saved. Yeah. Your decree has power to override what's been spoken over you. Yes. So the reason why we must not change our decree, um, most importantly, is there's an attack on the young community. Mm-hmm. And God told me that our decree is what's going to change the trajectory of the story of what the enemy has or have, has for or plans for our young people or our young generation. And so literally, he's already written out the plans, what he wants to do to kill and destroy. But if there are scribes in position that we have those who are sons and daughters who are in position to decree a new thing that it may be established as the word says, um, then we will see what the enemy has. Y'all already see it in the news. We're getting, uh, young people are getting COVID like crazy. now. Before when it came out, it was really not affecting the young, but now it is, there's a reason. And so, uh, that's it. That's so much stuff I would love to say, but it, it's a it's time to go. It's come time to go. A part three, yeah. man. Yeah, man. I think we're gonna have to do a part three. It's so much, in, but man, thank y'all for just bearing with me for being teachable. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a teacher at heart. There's so much that God is allowing me, has given me um, the grace to do, and so one of these things, uh, stuff like this, I love love being able to pour in and teach. Um, and to stir up the gift, pulling out purpose and destiny um, in the platform like this. But this is what the Soundbox is about. And so sure. once again, to my guest, Ariel, y'all go follow her. Amazing hey. person. Has an amazing, uh, uh, unique anointing, a grace. Um, go follow her, support her. Deshaun, support him. He has, Deshaun, let us know where we could follow you, man. On um uh anything you know, uh, wherever you listen yeah. to music, um yeah. any social outlet that you have, it's literally my first name with an X, Deshaun X. Um That's- albums, videos, all this all the cool stuff, social media. Yes. 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 And your songs, man, are about to your songs are about to uh rise to the surface as well. Um I'll leave that alone. But um <laughs> Ariel, tell the people where we can follow you real quick. Um, IG and Facebook, you can follow me at Quiet Moments of a Lion. Um, and awesome. also my website, quietmomentsofalion.com. So yeah. awesome. Awesome. Guys, if you feel free, um, or feel led rather, if you were so into um, you know, these guys, uh you know, before we get off, y'all, if y'all want to put your cash app in there, uh, my cash app is on there. If you want to sew into that, feel free um, if you feel led uh, so that we can continue to do 
uh, and walk out to the fullest of what God has called us to do. Um, this is what it's all about. This is why we do it. And so um, uh, if you do so, um, you're not just sowing to us. You're not sowing into our pockets, but you're sowing into the ministry. You're sowing into what God is doing. Uh, and so um, with that, you sowing, there's also a deposit uh, and return that should come back to you. And it's going to come back even greater than what you could imagine. And that's Bible. That is word. Um, Press down, shaking together, running over. And so um, uh, anyway, thank you all so much. Love you all. If you want to follow me on the sound box, look me up on uh, uh, IG, the sound box hyphen uh, or underscore, excuse me, sound box underscore one. You can find me where we uh, are always posting up content, um, but also platforms like Spotify, Anchor, um, Apple Podcasts for those who have Apple products, Apple devices. Wow. We have, um, we'll have this on uh, the podcast so you can just listen to it every morning. Um, you can listen to that. Uh, each teaching that we've done, which has only been two days, we again, we might have to do a part three. So look out for that. We might do that next week. I don't know when. Uh, we'll do it as God leads. But, man, if you are blessed by this, um, please share it. Please, please. Uh, I know I'm talking a lot, but please, yeah. there's somebody yeah. needs to get this. This wasn't our own doing. We weren't just talking to be talking. But I believe every syllable, every opinion, um, every revelation and wisdom was literally to stretch and to thrust somebody forward um, and step into the call that God has called them to be. And that is a son, that is a daughter, and to their purpose, what God's um, gifted them to do. And so, anyway, love y'all. I'll see y'all later. Thank you, Deshaun, hey. Aaron. Thank you. My brother. Thank you. All right, man, until next time. Yes. Yes, peace. Bye, guys.